0: Welcome to the Don't HR Alone podcast, your daily source for news and updates relevant to the HR profession. We bring you weekly interviews with HR leaders, CEOs, and small business owners, along with our daily updates. Each day, you can tune in for updates by following us on the social media of your choice. We post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also subscribe by going to don'thralone.com. And our show is on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio, where you can subscribe as well. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ronnie Allijil and welcome to Don't HR Alone number 46. Today we're doing a deep dive into the Tennessee laws regarding the employment of minors. We're looking at this as maybe a new format to add uh, more depth to some of our discussions. It's not a particularly busy news day on the HR front, so I thought we would dive deep into one particular topic. If you have suggestions for our future topics, please let us know. We can go into depth and tell you all the bits and pieces of it. Today we're gonna talk about employing minors in Tennessee, not miners as in those who bring coal out of the ground, but miners as in those under 18. Um, this is just for Tennessee, but these laws are relatively generally applicable. You obviously want to look up your specific state too, but um, I think this is a good start to getting a, you're wrapping your head around uh, what goes into employing someone under 18. Okay. First up, this is all out of the uh, Child Labor Act, which is Tennessee Code Annotated 55101 and 55222. Uh, under Tennessee law, an individual younger than 18 years of age is a minor, flat out. Okay, prohibited prohibited employment. So the first thing they do is lay out the things they absolutely cannot do. Um, doesn't matter what records you keep, what exceptions you get, they cannot be involved in these industries, okay? Um, They can't be involved in the manufacturing or storing of explosives or articles containing explosive components. That means fireworks and, you know, explosives. Uh, Operations involving motor vehicle driving. No delivery, boys um, or girls uh, under 18. Coal mines, logging, uh, power-driven woodworking machines, so that's a lot of carpentry. Uh, Any exposure to radioactive substances, uh, operation of elevators, uh, operations of power-driven metal forming, punching, or shearing machines, so most kind of um, auto manufacturing and tool manufacturing operations, operations in mining elements other than coal, nothing in slaughtering, meat papping, processing, or rendering, so no working at the butcher, Uh, operations of hazardous power-driven bakery or paper cut machines manufacturers of brick tile kindred products operations of circular saws band saws or guillotine shears so again back to construction wrecking demolition nope roofing operations excavation operations um, those are so basically anything related to construction so those uh, those heavy uh, uh, manual labor fields are out next up uh, operations where monthly gross receipts from the sales of alcoholic beverages exceed 25% of the total gross receipts of the place of employment, flat out cannot be there, or where a minor takes orders for or serves intoxicating beverages, regardless of the amount. So no serving it, no taking the order. Occupations declared hazardous or injurious to the life, health, safety, or welfare of the minor by the Commissioner of the Labor and Workforce Development. So a nice broad one. Um, any company can be determined that this can't be done in the future. Uh, posing or modeling, and while engaged in sexual conduct, don't do that. And then, youth peddling or selling of merchandises by a minor, 16 years of age or younger, to customers at their residence or place of business or in public spaces. So, no, um, uh, you know, cold calling, walking into businesses, walking into walking to customers' houses, that kind of thing, cannot do that. Okay. So those are the the industries you can't be in. Next up, exceptions to the upcoming rule. So we're going to talk about uh, some places, uh, some other some other kind of uh, bits and pieces to this. But first up, let's talk about who this does not apply for. This this does not. Mean they can work in roofing. This is just for the rest of these rules. Um, There's a public program conducted or funded by the federal government. That's an exception to these rules. A 16 or 17 year old student learner learner enrolled in a course of study and training in cooperative vocational training programs under a recognized state or local or education authority. So this is there because there's lots of 4-H and agriculture stuff, right? And other things, I'm sure vocational training that allows you to do this. A 16- or 17-year-old apprentice employed in a craft recognized as a a trade registered by the Bureau of Apprenticeship and Training of the U.S. Department of Labor. Sorry, I'm stuttering today. A high school graduate or holder of the equivalent high school diploma, but only if a copy of the high school diploma or its equivalent is retained by the employer in the personnel records. So even if they're 16, 17, 15, if they graduated high school. A 16- or 17-year-old not enrolled in school or who is lawfully excused from compulsory attendance, provided that the employer has on file a written statement signed by the superintendent of schools, stating the minor is not enrolled or is lawfully excused from compulsory school attendance. A minor who has been lawfully married or is a parent, but only if a copy of either the minor's marriage license or birth certificate of the minor child is retained by the employer in the personnel records. Agricultural employees, a minor employed in housework in the minor's own home, or employed by a parent or guardian in a non-hazardous occupation. So parents get to make their kids work. Uh, Working in their own home is fine. And if they've been married or had a kid and they provide proof of that, that gives them an exception. Okay? So there are a few exceptions as well. Permitted employment. uh, Errand and delivery work by foot, bicycle, or public transportation. Not driving. So bicycle delivery, totally allowed, does not uh, uh, permitted employment, distribution or sale of newspapers, and musician or entertainer. All of those give you some nice exceptions to these upcoming rules. Okay. Minors 14 or 15 years of age may not be employed as follows. Between the hours of 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. for more than three hours a day if the next day is a school day or more than 18 hours a week while school is in session between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. for more than eight hours a day or more than 40 hours a week when school is not in session. So they gotta go home by 7 p.m. during school, 9 p.m. when they're not in school, okay? And no more than three hours a day in school and eight hours a day out of school. That's for 14 and 15 year olds. 16 and 17 year olds, They cannot be, when they're enrolled in school, may not be employed during school hours or between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. The school hours exception applies above as well. Uh, May not be enrolled between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Sunday through Thursday evenings. Exception is granted to minors who meet all of the following requirements are enrolled in a church related school or who are homeschooled are employed with the consent of the parent or guardian and have presented to the employer with a letter signed by the student superintendent confirming their enrollment and authorization to work. So homeschools uh, or those on a church program that give you all three of those proof. They're enrolled in school proof of the parents consent and proof of the schools uh, confirming their enrollment and authorization of work. They can get out of this. <clears throat> so other than that, um, they got to be done by 10 p.m. If the parents or guardians of a minor 16 or 17 years of age submit to their employer a signed and notarized statement of consent on a form provided by the Department of Labor and Workforce Development stating the minor may be employed between the hours of 10 p.m. and midnight, Sunday through Thursday evenings preceding a school day, not to exceed three times a week. So there's a special form you can, you can find on our website or at the Tennessee Department of Labor that, that extends that out to midnight three nights a week, okay? A copy of that written consent must be mailed to the Commissioner of Labor and Workforce Development. The form is valid until the end of that school year or until the minor is terminated or may be revoked at the request of parent or guardian. So. Gets a little gets a little tricky if you're trying to keep them there past 10 p.m. Why do these late times matter? Because the number one employer of these these age people are restaurants, right? And they may close at 10, but require they stay on staff for another hour or two after that in terms of cleaning. So it's very important that we you know take a look at these. If you own a restaurant, anyone under 16, you got a problem. Under 18, really, you got some some serious issues, especially if you're serving alcoholic drinks. Um, Outside of those hours, how many hours they can work and win, no minor, including 17, 16, 15, 14, may work more than six hours continuously without an interval of at least 30 minutes for a break or meal period. That's actually the same for all employees in Tennessee. The break period may not be scheduled before or during the first hour of scheduled work. Proof of age. Before any minor may be employed or continue to be employed in connection with any gainful occupation, the employer must require proof of age of the minor employee with a copy of the minor's birth certificate, passport, driver's license, or state-issued ID. Drug and alcohol testing. Under Tennessee law, parents or guardians of minor employees must be notified of the results of any drug and alcohol testing. Additionally, minor employees must be notified that their parents and guardians will be notified of the test results. So you can test them. You have to notify the gar- the minors and the guardians that there will be testing and then give the results to the, to the guardians. Uh, posting repli- requirements. Tennessee employers must post and maintain in a conspicuous place on the business premises a printed notice furnished by the Department of Labor and Workforce Development stating the regulations governing the employment and hours of work of minors and employment prohibited of minors under Tennessee's child labor law. If you get a federal or state, a federal and state combined, it uh, it has that on there in terms of your labor law posters. Um, we provide those. You can also of course buy them online or print out, go to all the different websites and print off all those things. Keep in mind if you're gonna DIY it, um, your labor notices have lots of requirements in terms of size, placement, color, all that kind of stuff. So it's very important that if you do do it, make sure you're doing it in PDF, full-size paper. You just kind of have to, it's gonna take a little bit and they update a lot. There have been five in the last year uh, updates in Tennessee. So if you have a if you have a labor law poster from your provider that's over a year old, you're out of date. Um, if you have it that's, heck, if you have it to somewhere in three months old, you're out of date. Um, if you are doing this yourself, you need to really set up a process to keep track of that stuff. Okay, Uh, record keeping requirements. Tennessee employers employing minors must make, keep, and preserve a separate and independent file record for each minor employed, who must be kept at the location of the minor's employment and must include the enrollment application, a copy of the minor's birth certificate or other evidence of the minor's age, an accurate time record showing the beginning and ending hours of each minor's workday, any other records that may be required under Tennessee code annotated 55107, which is what we're talking about here. The Department of Labor and Workforce Development may inspect all pertinent records or of a minor's employment at any reasonable time and as often as necessary to effectively enforce the provision of Tennessee Child Labor's law. That's why it has to be kept where there's a child. If they see a child working, they can ask for that. enrollment applica- uh, Employee application, proof of age, accurate time record for that employee. Um, In a practical note, if it's in your timekeeping system, that's fine, as long as whoever's there can rapidly print off their records for that one employee, okay? Enforcement. The Department of Labor and Workforce Development enforces these laws. So if you if you get a DOL audit, this is one of the things they're going to check out Uh, inspection. They can inspect at all time in all places where minors are employed and all records pertaining to the employment. And let's talk penalties. Employers that violate the state's child labor laws or obstruct the Department of Labor and Workforce Development in enforcing the law commit a class a misdemeanor punishable by a maximum of 11 months and 29 days in prison a fine up to $2,500 or both at the discretion of the commissioner of labor and workforce development the employer may be subject to a civil penalty of 150 to a thousand dollars for violation of child labor laws a warning may be given on the first offense so there's a criminal problem and then there's a a compliance problem depending on your the egregiousness of it or whether you've done it before or just because they don't like you this could be a crime you can go to jail for this if you run a restaurant you can lose liquor license if you run a, a, a service level business it will not be good for the proprietor to go to jail this is not something you screw around with this is not um, uh, a, a generalized reporting issue this is if you have somebody there that's under 18 you got to keep up with the stuff because it's not just gonna cost you your business, it's gonna cost you some jail time, or it can. Second and subsequent violations require a civil penalty. The commissioner may elect to impose either seminal or criminal penalties for any violation of the state's child labor law. However, an employer may not be charged both civilly and criminally for the same offense. So it's either criminal or you're gonna owe a fine. Each day, any violation of the child labor law continues after the employer receives notification of the violation from the department constitutes a separate punishable offense. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our deep dive today into Tennessee employment of minors. I hope this was a uh, somewhat entertaining and in-depth look into a topic. We have hundreds of these topics broken out in our compliance library, and we'd love to show that to you if you want to contact us. If you... (coughs) Have a question and you want us to do a deep dive. We do questions and answers every week. Uh, but if you want us to really dig in deep like this, where we cover every step of a particular topic, we'd love to help. Just let us know. Comment on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. You can also subscribe on Google Play and iTunes and Stitcher Radio and TuneIn Radio. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love for you to check in. Ladies and gentlemen, go out there, get your work done, and have a wonderful day.